Welcome to Getting a Grip on Things. We are going to dive right into this. We recorded this a while ago. It is the UFO of Dexter, Michigan. Elijah and I, we went on the road and we did a little bit of an investigation as to what happened in Dexter, Michigan uh, several years ago. Watch this. Listen to this. If you're tuning in just on audio, um, I want to encourage you to actually watch this video. But the, the narrative of this is definitely quality where you can just listen to it but we discovered some stuff um i think that this probably if you were to investigate this yourself and look into it um it should leave you questioning a lot one of the things that i want to leave in your mind as you watch this is that i believe to this day that the university of michigan had something to do with the dexter phenomenon that happened so watch Thanks. Today we're going to be talking about UFOs and UFO sightings. It all started right here in Dexter, Michigan in 1966, where Frank Manor witnessed something behind his farm in the swamp area that was seen by multitudes of people across the U.S., so much so that it made national headline news and was even going to be brought before a congressional hearing, which never happened. This is a story that we're gonna be telling. I'm also gonna tell you my story and a sighting that I had when I was younger. So stay tuned, hope you guys like this. Thanks for watching. Reports of flying saucers are nothing new. From the beginning of recorded time, men have been seeing unexplainable things in the sky. And there's no reason to doubt they saw something. The question is, was what they saw really there? And what was it they really saw? The great flying saucer mystery of 1966 began here, near Dexter, Michigan, late in March. This uh, was not just one event that happened in Dexter, but days and weeks before that, and it continued for days and weeks and actually months after that period. Okay, so we're gonna go to Frank Manor's farm, and we're gonna see if we can get down that dead end road, and we're gonna see if we can go and look to where the actual sighting was. If we can do that, that's gonna be epic. If not, we're gonna to try to go around the backside that was documented where the police had come through and said that they saw it and it disappeared. So let's go, let's go right now. After two to three minutes of viewing when a two flashlights appeared in the distance, the object seemed to fly by flying away at high speed directly over the witnesses with a whistling sound like a rifle bullet, ricocheting. The object remained in the swamp area for a half hour. The report gained national attention. More than 40 officers joined a search of the swamp. Odd sightings continued with officers spotting red and white lights in the sky, flying back and forth and then disappearing. The next night, more than 80 students at Hillsdale College reported seeing lights in the nearby swamp. The UFO craze took over the reports from all around the Ann Arbor area, as well as all surrounding areas in Michigan started pouring in. Right, right here? Yeah, I'm guessing that that's the farm. It's gotta be this house. It was at the dead yep. end. It's in that field, that swamp back there, but I, somebody lives here, dude. It's Gerald. It was back that way. It was back in that swamp right there. Mm -hmm. There's a, a, a back way on, what's the road behind it? If we can get to North Territorial Road, we can we can see it back here. So I, can you get can you put a pin in yep. North Territorial Toma? Okay. There we go. Boom, got it. Okay. Maybe. 
Yep, someone's house. Are you sure, dude? Look. Are you kidding me? Look that in. Why would they put that right here? Do you wonder? Established 1925, though. Okay, dude, but... Okay, so listen. What? Think about this. There was one of a, a world-renowned UFO sighting just happened right there, literally across the street. And they have an observatory for astronomical, for University of Michigan. Elijah, listen, we pinpointed behind that guy Frank's farm where the UFO, the, listen, the UFO Dude. sighting is in that field right there. That's where it was at. He said he spotted it 500 yards off of in the swamp. 500 yards puts us closer to North Territorial than it does his swamp. I just remember when I went to my rangefinder, I showed you what 60 yards was. Do 500 of those. 500 yards. So what I'm saying is, is we, we came behind his farm, and this is where it says in the reports that, that the police came from the other direction to find it, and when they all got there, it disappeared. But they came from right, I mean, from this road. But how weird is it that right across the street, right where this sighting was, University of Michigan in the 20s have something to observe astronomy? In 1966, there was a UFO sighting here in Dexter uh, behind Frank Manor's farm, which we put about over there behind those houses. I would say right around five to 600 yards. The ironic thing is that we tried to go to, to where the farm was located and we can't get there because private property. Right now we're on a private road. So what we decided to do is to go around the back of the farm on North Territorial where it says that the police officers in the 60s went through to try to come and close in on the object that they spotted and it disappeared. But what we discovered that has been here since the 20s, which I think is so weird and not ironic at all, is the U of M Radio Astronomy Observatory. We have a private road down here that you can't get in. But that just doesn't seem like coincidence to me. It seems very odd. This is wide open knowledge right now. We are leaving the realm of conspiracy. What are we seeing? What have we been witnessing? Is it from another world? Is it our government? Is it military? Uh, obviously it's private, you can't go in. I don't wanna break any laws, but if you look down this road, I would love to get back there and see what's going on. But we're in the middle of nowhere right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's locked up. So, you know, we can't go back there. You know, that's, I think that's what a lot of people are just tired of, too. I mean, obviously, this is a, a university's observatory, but I think what people are really tired of is the, is the secrets. The knowledge or whatever's going on with all this stuff, it's just being, it's being kept from us. And, and another thing, too, is maybe our governments don't know what this is. Maybe this goes far deeper. Maybe they do know what's going on. 
But why, why all the secrecy? Why all the, the hidden, locked up information? And why isn't there just open talk about this stuff? Okay, so Frank Manners sighting happened in a swamp probably a lot like this. We're still in Dexter. We're a couple miles outside or away from the farm where we saw the observatory, where we went to the actual site. Some of the questions that I have is what is going on with these sightings? I mean, you're talking rational, sane people from military to pastors to farmers to regular everyday people even like myself, which I don't know how regular every day I am. I'm just a contractor. My story is this. Um, I was engaged to be married and I had a motorcycle. My parents lived in a small community of a couple thousand. And to get to my now wife's house to go back and forth was about you know, 10 or 15 miles. So I was over her parents' house late one night around 1996, 97, and I was driving home on my motorcycle. And when I came down this dirt, or the road, the long road, it wasn't a dirt road, um, it was out in the country. I came up on the cross streets and I looked down and it's all farmland. I could see very, very far away a bright light in the sky. And as I approached my parents' house, which was another two miles from where I actually saw the bright light really far away, by the time I had driven to my parents' house and gotten off my motorcycle, put my kickstand down and looked up, I saw seven or eight lights in the front. I thought they were low-flying helicopters. And in a blink of an eye, when I looked up directly above me, I saw a perfectly shaped triangle like this, not like not like the stealth fighter, not, nothing like that. It was something I've never seen before at all. There was no wings, it was just a triangle, and it was black as night. No lights on the underside. And if you look at my, my rangefinder, I would put it at about 100 to 125 yards from where I was standing above me. And this was so large, it blocked out the sky. And here's what's weird, is it didn't make a sound. I heard nothing. I heard nothing, I felt nothing, other than a little bit of dread as it flew over me. And I remember standing there in awe, watching seconds as it went over. And then if you counted to five, that's how long after it left, that I saw the trees moving. You could, you could hear wind. It, there wasn't engine sounds, it was just trees moving. This thing moved so quick without a sound. And it was gone. And I saw that with my own eyes, so much so that I, I called my wife, my now wife, immediately and told her what happened. Completely freaked out. But I, I, never, I never once at that moment thought, oh, this is an out-of-world experience. My original feeling was the government has flying machines that we don't even know about. That this was a covert, late-night operation where nobody could see it coming. And if you did see it coming, who was going to believe you? Okay, so here downtown Dexter, there's supposed to be a placard, at least what we've heard, I haven't been able to find it yet, that talks about the Manor Farm in 1966 and the UFO sighting. So 
we're right here in this park trying to find it. But one thing I have noticed is talking to people, a lot of people don't even know that this happened. This was national headline news. The whole nation was spooked by this. And people in this town don't even know that there was one of the world's largest UFO sightings outside of Roswell in the 60s that was deemed swamp gas. And nobody bought it. And people in this town don't even know what happened. So we're not getting any answers here in Dexter, Michigan. Um, so we're gonna go into this museum, see if there's any historical facts about what happened in 1966. My guess is that we're not gonna find anything because why remember something like this? Three. Yeah, they should be open. It's a gift shop though. It's gotta be open. No, you're right. Two by appointment. We can do whatever we want. It is. We, we, we've been trying to find out. We're not UFO investigators, okay. or anything, so don't don't think that <laughs> gotcha. at all. I'm actually a contractor, okay. but we 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 have our own independent page where we just talk about anything and everything. Mm -hmm. But the historical side of this is that one thing that we're finding out is that not a lot of people remember this or know about right. it. But Walter Concrete did a story on this. This made national news, yes. and there was going to be a congressional hearing on it, and they dropped it because they said it was swamp gas. Yes. The sheriff at the time swears that people actually saw something and he was very upset and then there was another man that devoted his life into looking at it and he he believed that there was something he was out of northwestern professor yes. out of northwestern a professor can't, you can't know. tell you his name okay well it was in 19, wellness yeah in 1966 and, yes. I, and i was i was in college at the time and what but this, this was a great thing to at go hillsdale no, not, this is in Michigan. I was at Michigan State, but I was home. Okay. And, you know, I think it was spring break. Time. Yeah, March. Dexter, yeah. And what, so the, the event was to go out there and cruise around and see if you could see anything. Right. And what, and, you know, they really picked on the family. I know. And what that said, you know, said Frank what they Banner. said. Yes. What, How old were you when this happened? I was t uh, 20. 18, 20. Yeah. Okay. What do you, what do you think it was? Your honest opinion. Oh, I think it was the U of M doing some testing myself. Because we were so close to Peach Mountain and you know, yes. U of M owned Peach Mountain, but they wouldn't reveal any of that. What do you think U of M was testing? Yes. Probably drones. No, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, here's something else. Okay, listen. So, we're not from this area. We don't, I've never been out here. We tried to go down North Territorial on the backside, mm -hmm. on the other side of the swamp, because we mm -hmm. just wanted to get a, a lay of the land. But right there across the street, at the behind his farm, is the U of M Astro Astro astronomy mm -hmm. uh, observation radio Peach, site. Peach Mountain. Yes. That's what we, that's what, you know, what we that's been there since the 20s. Yes. So what, we didn't think that was a coincidence. We find that very odd. I think that, you're right. I agree with you. Can I ask you another question? Mm -hmm. This. Do you go to church here? Yes. I go to, I mean, I go to church. I'm a Christian. What Do you believe in UFOs? Do you believe this is a thing? I don't disbelieve. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how much I believe. Yeah. I don't, but I don't disbelieve that it cannot, it could not happen, you know, could it's, be there. Is I it, mean, there's too, un, too many unexplained coincidences or things or something. There's got to be some, something more. Don't you think it's weird that you live in a town that this is like epic national proportions and it's like it, it's been buried. Like people oh, yeah. just have forgot about it. Yeah, they have. Um, it, almost numb to it too. Um, but 
you know, from us looking on the outside looking in, this town is historical in the fact that that was a major event mm -hmm. that got swept under the rug. And, you know, not, what, 20 years after the Roswell experience, that also, we feel, got swept under the rug. And I'm not a oh, ufologist. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they are. I have, you know, from my perspective, it's been going on a long time. People have been seeing things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm with you. I think that this is tied to something going on, like you, like you said, Peach Hill is what it's called? Peach Mountain. Peach Mountain. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a real, you know, it's, it's about the biggest point, which is not a very big mountain by any means. Right, but there's an observatory there, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. just so bizarre that there's got, I mean, something. There's got to be a connection with that, and that's what's so weird. Now, here's where it gets kind of weird, and this is where I kind of differ with a lot of ufologists or whatever. I, I don't study this stuff. I don't know anything about it. I was raised a Christian. But there's things in the Bible and in every ancient text that talk about what this is. It may not directly say UFO. It may not be identifiable like that. But what about in the book of Genesis when it says that that the fallen or the, the, the race of these angels or whatever it was looked upon the daughters of men and saw that they were beautiful and took any of them that they wanted. This is in Genesis. Why does every religion, every ancient religion, why do they cover their women? Why are Muslims covered? Why were Christians covered? Why were Jews covered? Hindus, Buddhists, why were the women covered up to hide them? I mean, if you're looking at ancient texts right now, that's pretty strange, don't you think, to discredit that? We're having sightings of epic proportions right now. And there was a time on this planet when everybody covered their women to hide them from something that wanted to take the beautiful women. I think this is more sinister than we can ever imagine. I don't think that I'll ever get to the bottom of it, but I think we're living in a time right now where being deceived and being tricked is more prevalent than ever. You need to be on your toes and you need to be awake and you need to watch and you need to look up and you maybe need to not look down so much. Get your head out of this. I think what's going on too with the Frank Manor story, my story, and everybody else's story that has a story, is there's one underlying theme, confusion. And deceit, we don't know the truth. That's all I've got. Tell me what you think. Tell me your story, subscribe. Leave something in the comments, hit that little bell thing. Thanks for watching.